Today's New Testament reading is from Acts, the twelfth chapter. About that time, Herod the king laid violent hands on some who belonged to the church. He killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And when he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. This was during the days of unleavened bread. And when he had seized him, he put him in prison, delivering him over to four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending after the Passover to bring him out to the people. So Peter was kept in prison, but earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church. Now when Herod was about to bring him out on that very night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and sentries before the door were guarding the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood next to him, and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him, saying, Get up quickly. And the chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, Dress yourself, and put on your sandals. And he did so. And he said to him, Wrap your cloak around you, and follow me. And he went out and followed him. He did not know that what was being done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. When they had passed the first and the second guard, they came to the iron gate leading into the city. It opened for them of its own accord. And they went out and went along one street, and immediately the angel left him. When Peter came to himself, he said, Now I am sure that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all the Jewish people were expecting. When he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose other name was Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. And when he knocked at the door of the gateway, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. Recognizing Peter's voice in her joy, she did not open the gate, but ran in and reported that Peter was standing at the gate. They said to her, You are out of your mind. But she kept insisting that it was so, and they kept saying, It is his angel. But Peter continued knocking, and when they opened, they saw him and were amazed. But motioning to them with his hand to be silent, he described to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he said, Tell these things to James and to the brothers. Then he departed and went to another place. Now when day came, there was no little disturbance among the soldiers over what had become of Peter. And after Herod searched for him and did not find him, he examined the sentries and ordered that they should be put to death. Then he went down from Judea to Caesarea and spent time there. Now Herod was angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon, and they came to him with one accord, and having persuaded Blastus, the king's chamberlain, they asked for peace, because their country depended on the king's country for food. On an appointed day Herod put on his royal robes, took his seat upon the throne, and delivered an oration to them. And the people were shouting the voice of a god and not of a man. Immediately an angel of the Lord struck him down, because he did not give God the glory, and he was eaten by worms and breathed his last. But the word of God increased and multiplied, and Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had completed their service, bringing with them John, 
whose other name was Mark. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Greg Truey. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Herod killed James, the brother of John. Now he was planning to kill Peter, too. That would please his subjects, the Jews. After all, they wanted nothing more than to stop the church's preaching of Christ. To get rid of Peter would certainly discourage that. But the execution would have to wait just a few days. Blood would not be shed while the Jews celebrated the feast. So while Peter was kept in prison, bound in chains, with the highest level of security, his brothers and sisters, the church, did for him what the church does for those in need. The church was fervently praying to God on Peter's behalf. In the fourth petition of the Lord's Prayer, Jesus teaches us to pray for daily bread. Of course, God certainly gives daily bread to everyone without our prayers, even to all the evil people. But Jesus teaches us to pray this prayer so that when daily bread is given by God, we receive that daily bread as being given by God. Daily, the Lord gives us everything that has to do with the support and needs of the body, and daily we receive it. Most often, we receive it without giving it thought, much less giving thanks. But when we have prayed for the thing that the Lord has given, when we have asked the Lord to give that thing, when that thing is given, we know it has been given by God. And what is meant by daily bread? Everything that has to do with the supported needs of the body, such as food, drink, clothing, shoes, house, home, land, animals, and the list goes on. Daily bread is all that the Lord is going to, going to give to preserve our lives. Even the protection of good government is included in daily bread, because without it, enemies would be free to attack without the threat of punishment. And so as Peter found himself in prison, the next person in line to be executed by the king, the church fervently prayed on his behalf. They prayed for the Lord to give Peter daily bread. And he did. Not through a farmer in a field planting and harvesting corn, or through the grocer who stocks the shelves with the food you eat for dinner, but through an angel. The Lord gave daily bread to Peter by protecting his life. Get up quick, the angel said, and the chains fell off Peter's hands. Get dressed and put on your sandals. Follow me. And as the angel led him out of the prison and into freedom, the prayers of the church were answered. The life of Peter was preserved, and daily bread was given. And even then, those who had prayed for daily bread could hardly believe that the Lord had given the very thing for which they had prayed. Of course, the Lord doesn't always give daily bread in extraordinary ways. There was reason to be in awe. But when the Lord gives the very thing for which you have prayed, and moreover, when the very thing for which you have prayed is that for which Jesus himself has taught you to pray, we receive it with thanksgiving and give glory to God, for we know that he is the one from whom the blessing has flowed, which is the very thing which Peter does. Now I am sure that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me. He gave the glory to God. He reported what the Lord had done to those who had been praying for him. He made sure the other apostles were aware. And then he went on his way to find a safe place to stay, so he could continue to do the apostolic work to which the Lord had called him. 
Luke doesn't tell us how Herod responded when he learned of Peter's escape, but he does illustrate for us what happens when glory that is to be given to the Lord is kept for oneself. Herod, upon whom the people of the lands of Tyre and Sidon depended for their daily bread, did not give glory to God, but kept the glory for himself and thought himself a god. For this, an angel of the Lord was sent to extend the wrath of God upon him. For not even a king given to serve a people will present, prevent the Lord from giving daily bread to everyone. And nothing, in fact, can keep the word of God from increasing and multiplying in all the world. Today, the Lord continues to teach us to pray for daily bread. And the Lord continues to give it. To those who have suffered the injustice of tyranny and find themselves in prison, the church is given to pray for them, and the Lord will continue to give them all that is needed for the support and needs of the body. For those of us who have been given daily bread in abundance, our call and duty as Christians is the same, to pray for daily bread and to receive it with thanksgiving when and where the Lord has given it. The Lord will preserve us. He is faithful. And all the while, through injustice and prosperity, the word of the Lord will increase and multiply as the church does what it has been called to do. In the name of Jesus, amen.